Somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. Uh, your clap is not a good one. Please clap your hands. Give Jesus praise. Give Jesus a mighty clap of friends. Give him a mighty clap of praise. Hallelujah. This morning I can feel it that the ban on drumming is over. <laughs> Somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. We are going to have an anointing service this morning. Amen. But um, Usually we would finish the service before we do it. But this morning, as I was sitting down, I sensed in my spirit we will do it before we start the service. All right. So, I'm going to raise a prayer topic. And then... As we start praying, the ushers will bring the oil around, touch it and anoint yourself. Did I say the ushers? I mean the pastors and the elders will bring the oil around, touch it and anoint yourself. And if you are sick in any part of your body this morning, trust God for healing. If you are believing God for any open door, believe God that this morning doors are going to open. I, I didn't hear your amen. amen. If you are believing God for favor, Trust God that as you anoint yourself, your face will shine wherever you appear. Lift up your hands with me if you can, please. And say, my Father in heaven, I declare this morning, according to Isaiah chapter 10, verse 22, let every yoke of wickedness break from my life every yoke fighting my wealth fighting my blessing let the yoke be broken in the name of jesus i declare by the anointing open my doors open my heavens bless my life lift up your voice and pray right now yes anoint yourself anoint yourself anoint yourself Pray, pray, lift up your voice and pray. Voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Pray. Yes. Oil that makes your face to shine. My face will shine. Wherever I appear this week, by the anointing, my heavens are opened. By the anointing, my heavens are open. Lift up your voice and pray, everybody. Open your mouth and pray. Lift up your voice in prayer. Yes, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your prayer. Church, lift up your prayer. Church, lift up your prayer. In the name of Jesus, lift up your prayer. Let my heavens open. Let my doors open. Let my blessings be released. Let there be a breakthrough. Let there be an open heaven. Lift up your prayer this morning. In the name of Jesus, I decree my heavens are open. I declare my heavens are open. By the power of the Holy Ghost, favor is released. 
let there be a release of favor. Let there be a release of favor. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Somebody talk to God. Lift up your prayer. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your prayer. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your prayer this morning. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the blood of Jesus and by the anointing, my doors open in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands, please. Lift up your hands. And declare this after me. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please say it with purpose. And some tenacity. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every stronghold. Every stronghold. Of wickedness. Of wickedness. Fighting my next level. Ah, say it again. Say in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it like a warrior. Say in the name of Jesus. Any stronghold. Of wickedness. Fighting my next level. This morning. As I pray, you stronghold, catch fire. Now, lift up your prayer in the name of Jesus. Lift up your prayer. Any satanic stronghold, family strongholds, any power of hell, fighting your next level, fighting my next level, fighting the next level of your education, the next level of your life, your destiny the next level of your family the next level in the name of Jesus the next level of your finances in the name of Jesus let the stronghold break let the stronghold break lift up your prayer everybody raise your voice and pray yes yes somebody break it Somebody break it. Break the stronghold. In the name of Jesus. Every stronghold. Fighting your next level. Fighting my next level. In this month of June. Pray. Pray. One minute more. One minute more, lift up your voice, lift up your prayer, lift up your prayer in the name of Jesus. My next level shall be unstoppable. Your next level shall be unstoppable in the name of Jesus. Yes, any power from the pit of hell fighting my next level today. I crush it. We crush it now. In the name of Jesus. You will arrive at your next level in Jesus' name. Please shout that amen like you are the one I'm speaking to. I said you will arrive at your next level. You will get to your destination. Your journey from this month of June, it shall be a smooth and a fast journey. Amen. 
When you start a journey, you shall arrive. Amen. Clap your hands and shout, I will arrive. I will arrive. Come on, clap your hands and shout, I am unstoppable. Listen, in this life, everyone has a next level. That is why when you even start life, there are levels. After one month, there are things you are supposed to, you are supposed to translate into another level. When you go to class one, after one year, they expect you to move on. In the same way in life, after a certain point, you are supposed to change to another level. The devil wants to keep you in the same place. But I speak over your life. That this month of June, you will move to your next level. Amen. If your amen is the loudest, you are receiving a double portion. Amen. I said in this month of June, you are going to your next level. Amen. I decree your business will arrive at the next level. Amen. Clap your hands and shout my next level. Lift up your hands and pray this last prayer. Say by the blood of Jesus. Please, can you pray this prayer with your intestines and everything? Say by the blood of Jesus. And by the anointing, I declare any spirit of stagnation, of setbacks, right now. As I pray, cut fire, leave my life out, 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 out. Clap your hands and pray. Yes, yes, close your eyes, lift up your prayer, declare this morning. In the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of stagnation. I bind the spirit of negative repetitions. I bind that demon of stagnation, the demon of setbacks. You are arrested. 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 I declare next level, Lord. Ayapaya da 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 paya, leko shada paya, limpada da. Somebody declare it. Lift up your voice. I give you two minutes. Open your mouth. Declare it. Declare it. The second half of the year, in the month of June, I move to the next level. In this month of June, the church will move to the next level. Our finances will move to the next level. Yes, my father, next level. My children, next level. My family, next level. The church, next level. Family members, next level. Yes, church members, next level. I declare we move on. We move on to the next level. Any spirit of stagnation, the spirit of setbacks, the spirit of setbacks, the spirit of stagnation. You are arrested. You are arrested. Somebody pray, pray, pray in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Jesus. Amen. The spirit of stagnation is broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. From this month forward, from the month of June, the last six months of the year 2022, I decree that your blessing will come with speed. Amen. If your amen is the loudest, you qualify for a double portion. Amen. I shall receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let contract doors open for you. Amen. Let marriage doors open for you. Amen. Let international contacts open for you. Amen. Let financial doors open for you. Amen. Let business doors open for you. Amen. Let employment open for you. Amen. Let money come into your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout and receive it. Portia, did you come alone? Where's mommy? Where's mommy? Portia, man. Ah, please come quickly. Hurry up. Give me oil. Let me take care of this and then we'll, we'll get into the word. Uh, what's up? I was calling mama, but once you have lifted your hands, I will pray for you too. <laughs> come. This is violence. You are expecting me to call you. Father, let his heavens open. Let every expectation be granted. Give him a testimony. Glorify your name in his life. Clap your hands and say amen. I anoint you in the name of Jesus. Every darkness over your house is broken. I scatter every evil cloud. Devil, I command you, break! Loose the family, let them go free. In the name of Jesus, every handwriting of evil is destroyed. It's cleaned by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every handwriting is erased. Every bad news intended, we turn it into a good news. It shall be turned into a good news. It is turned into a good news. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and give Jesus praise. Clap your hands, better. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word of God? Are you ready? All right, lift up your Bibles with me. Glory to Jesus. Lift up your Bible. This morning, you feel blessed? Yes. Hallelujah. 
Please lift up your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, say, Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Say, I will not borrow a Bible anymore. I lift up your Bible and say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. Say, I love the word of God. Come on, say it well. Say, I love the word of God. I love hearing the word. I love reading the word. The word blesses me. I'm a word person. With your, with your Bible and say a big amen. amen. God bless you. Please be seated. This month is our month of wealth creation. It's our month of wealth creation. Expect a miracle. <laughs> Uncommon. I said, This month, expect a miracle. I'm going to speak briefly this morning on traps of failure and poverty as a Christian no devil from the pit of hell has the right to determine your future please let this enter your spirit today and let it be forever the devil can only enter into your life and determine your future only with your permission or with your cooperation without our permission and our cooperation the devil is completely banished from our lives because the finished work of jesus on the cross of calvary completely insulates us from all works of the enemy so jesus said the other day that the prince of this world is coming but he has nothing in me. Anytime you see the devil prevail over a Christian, chances are that there is a possibility that a certain door has been triggered. Except for the fact that sometimes God allows us to go through processes. But please understand it, that the work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary it's complete for us. And as you sit down this morning, the devil has no right over your life. Now, somebody will say, but what about Job? When you read the book of Job, it was God who gave Job permission. The devil had no right to touch Job. So God said that, have you considered my servant Job? After that discussion, God said, I will give you permission. You can touch him, touch his body, and touch everything, but you cannot touch his life. So it was God who gave him permission? Does somebody understand what I'm talking about? Alright. So, these traps of failure and poverty I'm going to speak about this morning. Please, take it like World Cup. Listen, and don't only listen, but also put them into practice. I'm going to go straight to the point. Number one. Is a trap of deception. The trap of deception. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1, chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. The Bible says, 
Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree of but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. But God doeth know, or God knows, that in the day ye eat thereof, when then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, in the Garden of Eden, the devil appears and begins to engage the woman, the woman in a conversation. And the woman had to respond to the devil's questions. One of the things you should never do is to engage the devil in a conversation. Somebody asked me the other day, he said, Bishop, pray for me. What is the matter? He said, I was walking and then I met these people who do Ashemwa, Ashemwa. You know those people? And then he was telling me some things. He said, this, 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 this. So Bishop, pray for me. And I said, but why in the first place? He said, oh, Bishop, everything the man said was true. I said, that's the problem. There are conversations you don't even engage in. He said, oh, the, the man said, my family, people, my family witches want to kill me. And I asked the person, which family that the witches there, they want to bless you? Have you ever found any family that the witches in the family want to bless you? So if somebody calls you to prophesy to you that the family, your family witches want to kill you, it's not a prophecy. It's, it's not news. It is normal. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Is that correct? So, the problem of Eve was that she engaged the devil in a conversation. Wrong move, first of all. Number two, the devil asked Eve dishonest questions and Eve provided dishonest answers. He said, have God said that you should not eat of any fruit in the garden? Is that what God said? No. And then in the devil, in, in, in Eve answering, Eve said, oh, he said we, shall, we, we can eat, but this particular tree, we shouldn't eat and we shouldn't touch it. He said, oh, no, 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 it's not true. And then it continues from one point to the other. Until the devil, the, the, until the devil now made Eve to see that, and then the Bible says that she saw that the fruit was good for food. And she ate it and gave it to her husband who was with her. So all this while the conversation was going on, 
the husband was with her. <laughs> but he said nothing. Now, for most people, I'm not saying was exactly the case in the Adam and Eve, but for most people, you make it difficult for people to give you f- honest feedbacks. And times when you could be with somebody, something may be completely wrong, but the person will say nothing. In fact, there are people, either I work with or something, at a certain point, you don't want to say anything again. Because there are people who don't want honest feedbacks. One of the things that saves a person's life, the Bible says that in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. There are people who always hear, they want to hear what they want to hear. If what you are telling them is not what they want to hear, they don't want to hear it. But what you must hear is what will save you. So there are times when people go to a church and they feel very good because everything they want to hear is what they are hearing. And I know sometimes some people may have a problem coming to a church like this because you come to a church like this and bishop is always dialing your number and he's always calling you and he's always dialing your number and everything he's saying is as if he's talking about you. And he's saying the things that you wish you wouldn't have heard. That bishop is telling you that stop fornication. Stop stealing. Say, oh, what is this? Come on. Come. Can't, can't you see another thing? We will say another thing, but we have to say that one too. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Because that's, that is what saves. But let's go to the point this morning. The demo's agenda is to dilute God's instructions to you. In the case of Eve, all the devil was seeking to do was to dilute God's instructions to him. And for every Christian, even as a man of God, woman of God, no matter your height, when the devil attacks you, the first thing he seeks to do is to dilute God's instructions to your life. Is to find a way to twist the instructions, to, to, to dilute it, to mix it with a little yeast. Mix it with a little something, a little exaggeration, a little lie, a little something. Just to make sure that the information or the instruction you have from God is somehow diluted. Once you take in diluted instructions, you are on the path of destruction. And so, the devil came to Eve just to dilute God's instructions. And watch it. Anytime instructions have been diluted, divine instructions have been diluted, the next thing that follows is destruction. May you keep your heart pure in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on here. I said... May you keep your heart pure in the name of Jesus Christ. So the devil will always come to dilute God's instruction. Ah, why? Who said that when you're a Christian, you can't take in a little wine? Haven't you heard that before? Come on, talk to me, church. Have you heard that before? Somebody said dilution. Say deception. The trap of deception is the way by which the devil brings down most great people. There was this great man somewhere in America centuries ago. He had the grace to fast. Fasting. He could fast for 90 days, 100 days and stuff like that. There was a time 
he was he's been going through reading a particular scripture and he wasn't understanding it so in the course of his fasting he had a dream and in the dream an angel appeared to him and explained the scriptures to him that was the beginning of problems angels <laughs> don't teach the, and preach the word of god so if only he knew the truth he would have saw that this is a, a cause for worry am i talking to somebody so then the man woke up excited then the next time the angel came again then this time the angel said anytime you need me just do this do this this candle this thing this thing this thing and then i'll come pure man of god began to divert why because of dilution deception there are some of you here your progress in life was shortened you began to slow down because you you took in some poison you took in some deception you swallowed some poison you were not supposed to swallow haven't you seen sometimes that the devil can even make you believe that somebody who is trying to help you the devil makes you believe that this person is the one who doesn't like you and rather it was that person who should have helped you i bind the spirit of deception in the name of jesus joshua chapter 7 there is a story of the man by name achan achan was one of the mighty men and one of the leaders of the tribes among the israelites achan couldn't enter the promised land simply because he diluted instructions given the instruction was that nobody should take anything from this nation we are going to fight destroy everything don't take anything no, whatever you see leave it oh Achan said oh this gold is too fine i will keep some and he dug the ground you can see the story joshua chapter 7 from verse 1 up to about 24 25 thereabouts he dug the ground put hit some of the gold and some of the jewelry he found and because of one man's deception diluted information all of the camp of israel stayed they couldn't move on they fought a battle and lost then joshua said god what happened and god said no 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 there is somebody who have diluted divine instructions somebody is walking in dishonesty there is somebody who who flouted instructions listen when the devil is giving you an inspiration to flout and disobey god's instructions don't be excited it may look good in the beginning by the end there will be trouble for you Achan thought he had gotten gold he thought he had silver he thought he had jewelry he didn't know that it was a setup for him and his family to be destroyed may you escape every spirit of deception in the name of jesus am i speaking to somebody this morning come on talk to me church am i talking to somebody this morning again the man saw king saw according to scripture according to first samuel chapter 15 he was supposed to have reigned he and his family so were supposed to have reigned forever somebody say forever oh they were supposed his lineage was supposed to have been kings forever they were supposed to have been rulers forever in israel meaning that every king was going to come from the roots 
of King Saul. Then, let's, 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 let's read a part of it. First Kings chapter 15 from verse 19. Let's read it. Is somebody listening to the word of God this morning? Come on, ask somebody, are you here? Ask the person, have you gone home? Verse 19. The Bible says, Wherefore, then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the, the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord. Verse 20. Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have disobeyed the voice of the Lord God, and have done the way which the Lord sent me. So he said, I have obeyed, and I have done what the Lord sent me. And I brought before, and I brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and I've utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, and of the chief things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. So God says that, destroy everything. He said, oh, as for me, I've done everything, I've destroyed everything. But it's the people. They took some of the things, they took some of the best things, and now they are going to sacrifice it unto God. God said, destroy it. He said, oh, we have, we have left a little. You see, we want to sacrifice for God. It sounds good, isn't it? Come on, talk to me. It sounds good, isn't it? We've left some for God. <laughs> Verse 22. Then Samuel said, Has the Lord great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Is God more interested in your gifts more than your obedience? Between your gifts, between your cities, and your obedience, which one is God more interested in? That is what God was, the prophet was asking Saul. He says, Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice, and to hearken or to be obedient than the fat of rams. Verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Rebellion to change God's instructions, to go against God's instruction. You are a witch. It is like witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. So you see, there are many people whose poverty is not because you don't work hard. There are many people, your doors are closed, not because you don't pray. There are many of us, we have been in the same position in life, not because of something, maybe you've committed that, no. But many, many people have been in the same place, we, are, we have chronic poverty. Because of the sin of disobedience and rebellion. Listen, every next level God has for you is hidden in instructions. Your next level 
It's hidden in divine instructions. It, you see, any level you must go in God, it will be preceded by instructions. Your ability to hear God and to obey him is guaranteeing that you will definitely go to your next level. But your inability to obey is a sign that you will be in the same place forever. The man was king. God says, I'm rejecting you today. Why? Because you disobeyed me. May God give us a spirit of obedience. Come on here. I said, may God give us a spirit of obedience. Look at somebody and tell the person, be careful of deception. Ah, they didn't hear it. Look at the person again and say, be careful of deception. Listen, I don't care who anointed you. I don't care who prayed for you. If you walk in deception, you are going nowhere. Oh, tight. Why should we pay tight? Then you are sitting there. Most of them go to America. America is one pagan nation today. Forget about uh, they are not as Christian as we think they are. But you know the secret. Their great grandfathers built the nation on the solid foundation of God. Solid foundation of God. You and I, our parents, they built our family on the blood of idolatry and witchcraft. And then you are there. You know, you are tight. Hold it now. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Everybody say with me. Say, my next level. Say it louder. Say, my next level. Is in divine instructions. That's where your next level is. That's where your next level is. Sometimes when you pray, 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 all God will do is to give you an instruction. Go and bless Elder Kojo. Sometimes that's all it takes. And then you're obeying. Then God, pam, opens the door for you. Sometimes you may fast, 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 fast. All you need. Is to hear one word that you must do this you must do that start this business there's a story i heard years ago from bishop the post church of this man who was a chief a financial controller in an oil company oil company years ago and the man had been the, the financial controller for years and was a big man and then one day he went to wait on the Lord. He went to fast and pray. And then in the course of fasting and prayer, he heard God, he said he heard God speak to him clearly to go into peanuts um, business. You know, not in Katia. Go into Katia business. Said, What's the meaning of this? From financial controller to Katia. He prayed, prayed, prayed. The inspiration won't go away. So the man went to do that business. Resigned from his company moved into that field boom few years later he was owner of private jets divine instructions we will not be deceived in the name of jesus christ can i hear somebody say a better amen, amen. do you know that but for deception 
Judas would have been one of the apostles we still talk about today. He was deceived to think that the 30 pieces of silver was enough to make him a big man. He was deceived. He thought that, oh, 30 pieces of silver is good enough to make me a big man, to change my life. He received the money, and guess what? He bought, they used it to buy a land to bury him. You can see that story in Acts chapter 1, verse 15 to 20. After he received the money that he thought, some of the times, when you are chopping your tithes, and people, we are receiving the word of God, that give your tithes. So you think that the 90% was not enough. It's the 10% that can help you. Judas took 30 pieces of silver. He didn't spend one to buy fried rice and chicken. They used the entire amount of money to buy a land just to bury him. You will not be a victim in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody clap your hands and say a bigger amen. So you see, it is deception and diluted information. It's the reason why a lot of people can't win souls. Yeah. A lot of people can't pay tithes because you've been deceived. You've been deceived. It's the reason a lot of people can't even serve God because they've been deceived. Who is deceiving them? The devil. He's giving you ideas. He's giving you all sorts of thoughts. You've been calculating, if I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this and this one gives me this and this one gives me this, I will end up with this and then by the end of the year I'll be a millionaire. You've been thinking like that for the past 20 years. Show me what you've done. May God open our eyes. Whenever something tells you, you are too smart. And some people will say, I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool to come to serve God. I'm not a fool. Hey, no, no, no. We, we are fools for Christ. We will continue to lift up our hands. Ah, are there some fools for Christ here? I said we'll continue to shout and sing. Are there some fools for Christ here? If you are one of them, clap your hands and shout like you are a fool for Christ. Mimi, Mimi, here. The devil is a liar. Avoid the trap of deception. Let's read this scripture. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 6. Is somebody blessed this morning? Let no man deceive you with vain words. Because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Don't let anybody deceive you with vain words with ideal words with distortions because of these things because of these things the wrath of god the anger of god comes upon the children of disobedience hallelujah so what you know one of the things i like and one of the reasons why i love our archbishop is the simplicity he attaches to doing the things of God. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. The simplicity. No gimmicks. No. Sometimes some, some people, I, I see some Christians, I, I wonder what are you looking for? They, they want some teaching. Sometimes when you go on social media, some teachings, by the time you finish hearing it, then you are having a headache. 
you don't even understand i mean you must be a professor emeritus to understand some of the things you can't even get it and then how this is i was listening to one recently oh my goodness so what is this and there are some christians that is what you like where the guy is deep hey the guy he's deep what is deep the deepness with god is to receive his word and be a doer of the word that is being deep with god that's all eh? not you know the 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 fruit they ate in the garden of eden you see that fruit no deception somebody say amen. amen number two the second trap you have to avoid the second trap that brings poverty is a trap of complacency and inconsistency complacency simply put thinking that you have arrived and inconsistency inconsistency means that you are hot today tomorrow you are cold you are in church you are on fire for one month then you are cold and you disappear for one month you are inconsistent it's a trap it's a trap one of the things the devil will fight is your consistency with god consistency the ability to be consistent in luke chapter 22 verse 31 luke 22 verse 31 and the lord said simon simon behold satan have desired to have you that he may sift you like wheat but i have prayed for you that thy faith fail not i've prayed for you that you your faith will not fail that you will be consistent that you will not go back and when you are converted strengthen your brothers the same peter he denied jesus three times but he came back why because jesus prayed for him i pray for you that you'll be consistent in the name of jesus i don't like your amen i said that you'll be consistent in the name of jesus 20 years from today 30 years from today should jesus tarry we shall still be consistent we shall still be on fire we shall still be dancing we shall still be jumping we shall still be preaching the word of god receive the impartation to be consistent in the name of jesus somebody lift up your hand and shout i'm consistent amen it is this trap that makes you pay your tithe for one month and then for six months you don't pay it is a trap because you see once you are consistent every day doing what is right week by week week by week the devil and his plans will be far from you it is this trap that makes you pray once a year so anytime there are some people anytime you see them pray it means that there is trouble 
When there is no trouble, no prayer. You pray once a while. Oh, it's a trap. So, some people serve God. They serve God now just when they are at the brink of a miracle. They are just about to enter a breakthrough all of a sudden. Ah, my bread. <laughs> Has it happened to somebody before? Come on, talk to me. Has it happened to somebody before? Watch it. Most of the times, at the time you become inconsistent, that is when God was about to open the door for you. May your door open in the name of Jesus Christ. Some people vow, I'll win a soul. I'll win a soul. I'll be a soul winner. I'll bring a soul to God. Oh, then you went. You spoke to the brother. He said, I will come. Then the brother didn't come that week. He said, ah, I'm tired. Be consistent. I said, be what? I didn't hear you. Those are the back. I didn't hear you. Everybody, I said, be what? Come on. Shout it louder. I said, be what? Somebody say, I am consistent. You, oh, you go out. Then you, 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 are, you are speaking to people. And you are excited. Next week, I'm expecting three people in church. Then you came and none of them came. Ah. Ah, this thing. Next week, shall we go for evangelism? Oh, they just called me. I have an emergency. It's a lie. You know you are lying. There's no emergency. You are just being inconsistent. But if you can be consistent, Matthew 24 says that those who will endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Receive the grace for consistency. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. Give me Galatians 6 9. It says, Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we will reap if we faint not. You will reap if you faint not. There are people who say, oh, I, went, I went looking for a job. I went around, I didn't get a job. So now, I'm just home. What do you mean by your home? Home doing what? Sleeping? No, you can't sleep. Get up and go again. Get up and go again. He said, oh, eh, last year I saw this. Eh, so anything I touch, it doesn't work. So now I'm just waiting on God. You are waiting on God to do what? Huh? Get up and go and do it again. Tell somebody, get up. Come on, tell another person. Say, get up. Yeah. You didn't do it to tap the person and say, get up. Yeah. Tell somebody, be consistent. be consistent. It takes consistency to break resistance. Amen? Some of you, market women, the way you change, you change quickly. You change. Every time you are changing, you are changing. Every day you are changing. Be consistent. Be consistent in the way you do your things. Be consistent in the way you do your business. Be consistent. You started selling watches. Everybody was coming because the watch was nice. All of a sudden, the next time we came, the watch had become some way. Now when we eat the watch, we are getting running stomach. Ah. Some people, before you married, before you married, you were, some, you were in a particular way. After they married you, you've changed. After they married you, you don't go to the saloon again. Your hair is smelling. 
Huh? Somebody said be consistent. Why? The way where I'm going, you don't like it, isn't it? I know you don't like it. Tell somebody be consistent. The way you used to dress, everybody says, Oh, you dress well, you dress well. All of a sudden, you had some friends. You had some friends in school at the workplace. Suddenly, you have changed. Now, your skirt, when we look at you, we can't even look at your legs because your skirt is now we are, you, your pants wants to show. Where did you learn that from? Huh? At first, when you come, when we see you, we see glory and honor on you. Now, when we are talking to you, we can't look at your face. Because when we look into your face, we will see your breasts. All your breasts is showing. Say, you can't use my dressing to judge me. Nonsense. What do you mean by we can't use your dressing to judge you? If we can't use your dressing, what should we use? Tell somebody be consistent. Come on, tell somebody be consistent. Church, be consistent in the way you live your life. Be consistent in the way you pay your tithe. Be consistent in the way you serve God. Be consistent in your hard work. Be consistent in being a soul winner. If it has to take you one year to invite one person until the person responds, be consistent every week, every week, every week. Be consistent. And one day, your consistency will break every resistance. By the time you see, you have, the door is open for you. And oh, may that be your testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, I am consistent. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And you know, never get caught up in the prison of your past. Oh, Bishop, you don't know. We used to fast too. The way I used, first, no. I used to fast three days dry. Oh, Bishop, you don't know. You, oh, ask Reverend Pani. I used to pray six hours, me alone. I used to do evangel- I used to do follow-up. Oh, Bishop, you don't know. Oh, if you like, ask Aunt Innocentia. She will tell you. Share the women's ministry. I used to come for every meeting. You are in a prison of your past. You are in prison. You are still doing I used to. I used to. I used to pray. I used to dance. I used to give. I used to whistle. What about now? Ask somebody, what about now? I, oh, I used to be an usher. So now what are you doing? I used to be a prayer warrior. Now what are you doing? You've moved from being a prayer warrior to, be a, to become a complaining warrior. Complainer warrior. May you never be caught up in the prison of your past. Somebody say amen. amen. And the last thing. For today, the trap of selfishness. The trap of selfishness. Listen, church. If we are going to benefit and we are going to create wealth, these traps, you must watch them. Watch them. Because if you work hard, but you allow these traps in your life deception complacency deception and all of that you are going nowhere to happen the trap of selfishness i always say 
that the opposite of sacrifice is selfishness. If somebody is not sacrificial, then the person is selfish. And this is the thing that makes people not want to intercede for others. So there are some people, they are born again, but they don't care about anybody. They don't care. Ask somebody, do you care about me? What did the person say? No, 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 please. Look, don't pretend you are busy. Ask the person for me. Ask the person, do you care about me? What did the person say? And ask the person, no, no, wait, we have not finished. Ask the person, the last time I didn't come to church, did you call me? Huh? What did the person say? No. So does the person care about you? They don't care. They don't care. They say, oh, sister, I care. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, oh, my gosh. I care about you. <laughs> no, but ask the person again. Are you sure you care about me? And tell the person if you care, let me see it. Don't only tell me. Tell the person when you don't see me, at least call me. Tell the person if you don't have my number, that means you don't care at all. After church, take the person's number. Another make her still won't yes No need preach of her or turn to she or no you The person, you know, is this trap of selfishness that makes people they can't win a soul, they can't intercede. There are some people when they come to church and the prayer meeting that day, we don't pray for my business, my children, my husband, my wife. My what? My boyfriend. Oh, then oh, I'm gonna some more, some more. Why? Some people when they come, and sometimes when when I'm ministering, I'm prophesying to people, I'm praying for people. So, Bishop, and now sorry, no, wow, my mom, mami so because it's not you and it's another person then the thing is not Abba why ask somebody why 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 so in today's church look look everybody look at me look at me tell somebody look at bishop and tell the person listen well so in today's church we have a problem when we come during worship we don't worship because god deserves to be worshiped we worship because when we worship him he will bless us yeah so the worship is not even about him it's about us yeah. we don't care you have family members who are at home who will go to hell if they die today you don't care you've never spoken to them about jesus you don't care so I care. No, no, you are lying. You, if you care, you would have told them about Jesus. You don't care. All you care about is you. God, give me a Bugatti. 
Oh God, give me a Lamborghini. Oh God, I, I want a husband. I want a husband who is tall. I want a husband who has a broad chest. I want a husband who, who has six pack. Oh God, I Oh God, I want a husband who has a car. I want a husband who has a white car. Then you pray. Then we say, Sister, young man, son, didn't come to church. Shall we go and visit her? Oh, Missy. Oh, Missy. In Kameko. Time. Selfish. Selfish. Listen. When God is going to bless you, one of the things he looks at is your ability to sacrifice for others. There are people who will never get money in this life. You are born again, but you may never get money. You know why? Because if God gives you the money, everything will be about yourself. You will never help anybody pay school fees. You will never help anybody pay their rent. You will never help anybody do anything for themselves. Everything will be about you. There are some people, if God gave you the money we need as a church, if God gave everything to you, we would have to come and beg you and kneel down to beg you before even that one cry, you, you look at my face with some eye that will say that, okay, God, this is my family. Yeah. But there are some people, the reason why God is blessing them is because they are selfless. Because God knows that if he gives it to Auntie Nocentia, oh, Auntie will not lack. Reverend Pani, oh, he will not lack. Oh, Lady Jeffers' daughter will pay her school fees. So God knows that there are people who are distributing channels. They are distributors. There are some to their consumers. Selfish people, they are consumers. Since you became born again, 10 years ago, you don't have even one soul. Another person, you, somebody witnessed to you and you gave your life to Christ. And you are happy you go to heaven. But there is nobody after 10 years who can say that because of you, me, I will go to heaven. Why? Oh, I like the way you are looking at me. But the question I'm asking is why? If Jesus was that selfish, he wouldn't come from heaven. He didn't become God after he came and went back. He was God. He left all his deity. He took on himself the form of a man. Came down to the earth. Sat, became like us and allowed his own creation. The people he created allowed us to kill him. Humiliate him. Spit on him. Why? Because when they were beating him, he said, I'm only coming to save you. You are beating me, but I love you. And when he was dying... He was seen 2,000 years after that a certain Raymond will have to be saved. He was looking at 2,000 years after a certain Portia, a certain Emmanuel, a certain somebody has to be saved. Somebody somewhere in a village in Africa has to be saved. So let me die so that through my death and my resurrection, these Ghanaians who have suffered, they can also be saved. And when they are saved, they should preach to their brethren and tell their brethren that Jesus is the way, he's the truth and the life. Unfortunately, when they became born again and they got saved, they said that God, I don't care about my brothers. I don't care about my sisters. All I care is that God, give me money. Give me some cash. Give me visa to America. Give me visa to London. Let me marry. Let me have some money. Give me children. Lord, it's about me. It's about me. You died for me. Me, me, me. But Jesus is saying, I came to give life so that 
every other person will have life. This morning, I recommend to you, stop being selfish, church. Stop being a selfish church. Any church, any church, I said, any church who does not care about the lost, who does not care about their communities, is a selfish church. Jesus is not in that church. Any church who says that all we care about is that we should feel good, we should feel something flowing through us, it's not a good church. The church that Jesus loves is the church that says that we are born again to save others. Are we in a good church? The church that Jesus loves is the church that says that we are saved to save others. Our community must be saved. Zoeland, Mataeko, Dansoman must be saved. Yes. Let's stop this selfish business. You know, let me be honest with you. When I come to church every Sunday and I see the same old faces, sometimes I get bored. Yeah. Yeah. We must see new faces. We must see new people who are trying to grow in Christ. We must see new people that the foundational class people, they are teaching new people. That the intercessors are bringing new people into their department to show them how to pray. We must see new people joining the choir who are being taught how to sing. We are seeing new people who are coming into the Lord and we, our elderly women are teaching them how to dress well. We are seeing new people who our marriage counselors are teaching how to treat their husbands and how to treat their wives. If it is all about us, we've taught you everything already. It is not about you. There are others who have to be saved. Stop being selfish. I said stop what? Tell somebody I won't be selfish again. Let me give you this scripture and I'll close. Job chapter 42. And verse 10. Are you blessed this morning? Oh, I know some of you don't like this. Bishop, who preaches here? Alright. Look at this. Everybody look at the screen. Can we read it together? Can we read it together? Ready? Go. Shh. Please, read it louder. Ready, go. Hold on. Job was suffering. Read the book of Job. All the conversation, he was defending himself. And I'm not a sinner. And I'm a good person. And it is the Lord who has done this to me. And it is this. And you accuse me. And it's me. And me. And me. And my children. And my family. And my this. Then one day, something happened. Then the Lord turned the captivity of Job. Why? After he decided for some reason that this thing is not just about me, the day he began to say that instead of me fighting these people, let me pray for them. And then Job went on his knees and said, Father, Lord, help my family members. Help my friends. What has happened to me? Don't let it happen to them. Lord, deliver them. Any attack of the devil against their lives, deliver them from it. Lord, you see that man with the children there. Don't let his children die like my children died. Any force that fought me, let it never fight that man. Then he was praying that God bring salvation to that man's house. 
Let that girl who is becoming a prostitute in this community, Lord, bring salvation. Lord, heal that man. Oh, and, and the devil reminded that you have buzz, you are sick. Why are you praying for somebody? He said, Lord, it's not about me anymore. That man in the corner of the house over there who is sick, Lord, heal him. I pray for the spirit of sickness to leave his body. Let his buzz be healed. Let his sickness go away. Let that disease leave him. And Job was praying for his friends. And as he was praying for his friends, Kadabahayada, as he was praying, then the Bible says, then God stepped in and turned his captivity. The problems, God began to say, problems, leave him. Poverty, go. Sickness, leave him. The spirit of sorrow, leave him. And then the Bible says, and also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. This month, you will create wealth in the name of Jesus. If your amen was the loudest, I said this month, you will create wealth in the name of Jesus. Anything that refused to hear your voice in the past, after today, they will hear your voice. If your amen is the loudest, I prophesy to you that any power that restricted you in the past from today, they will not restrict you again. Any door that was closed, refused to open, five years ago, ten years ago, in this year 2022, I declare, your doors shall open. I said, your doors shall open. I shouted louder, I said, your doors shall open. Clap your hands and shout open. Clap your hands and shout open. Clap your hands and shout open. So that is a secret. If you can avoid these three traps, believe you me, by the end of this month, you will smile. Deception, inconsistency, hmm? complacency, and selfishness. If you escape these traps, this year, this month, wealth creation will be your portion. Oh, sometimes my prayers are God, you know if you give me money, you know there are things we have to do as a church. I wish God you bless me. Very soon we are going to start, this year we are going to start building an office here. We are going to start building, we need place for our, to do a lot of things. We are going to start building something this year. And sometimes I was looking at the thing, I said, God, if you bless me, like church, they won't hear anything. I won't talk about it. No offering, nothing. Yeah, then we are building it. We are building it. Then we'll just tell you if you if God touches your heart and you want to give, you to come. Yeah, no, no, not my force. No, not my force. Me, that's why I want God to bless me. Sometimes when people accuse pastors and then you are following pastors and they have money, and then these pastors, when they started, they didn't have anything. It's true. It is true, but let me tell you why. Because any pastor wears a sort is not a selfish person. When my salary was less than 500 CDs, less than 300 Ghana CDs, I was taking care of others. My wife will tell you, the number of people we have to pay their school fees, not because we have fabulously, we have too much. School fees here, pay rent there, do this there, do that there. Reverend Pan is same. 
So when you sit down and you calculate, hey, and then the pastors are getting money, why won't God bless pastors who are genuinely, and there are people like that in this church. Yesterday, Alfred did something, a get-together for the elderly and the privileged people in the community here on this compound. Young man, he gave them clothes, not used clothes, brand new clothes, gave them shoes, fed them, took care of them. Some of you, the little you have, even God's portion, you have taken it from God. You left your children at home to watch cartoons and you are here in church. Your husband is sleeping. Your wife is asleep and you are here in church. Your cousin, if there is no intervention, will go to hell and you are here in church. When you got money, you are a husband, you are married, you have a girlfriend, you got money, you send 5,000 CDs to a girlfriend, you can't pay tight. You are here chasing small, small girls. You are a lady here. A man who is not married, you use your money to go and buy, to cook for him to eat. You can't pay tight. You've spent more on your hair than you've spent on God in one year. He said, God bless me. God bless me. No, 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 no. God looks at the heart. May God touch you. May he give you a new beginning. Take your seat and bow down your head. Let's pray. If you are here this morning, every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here this morning, your sins are not forgiven. You want your sins to be forgiven. You want Jesus to forgive you your sins. If you are here like that, you are not sure if you die today, you go to heaven. Please lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift up one hand. If you want your sins forgiven, I'm going to pray with you. Is there any hand up? You want your sins forgiven? Is there any hand up? If you are here for the first time today, wave your hand at me. Anybody here for the first time? Maybe you've been here before, but today, this Sunday is your first time being here with us. Yes, wave your hand at me. Yes, wave your hand at me. Wave your hand at me. All right, awesome. Church, please clap your hands well. Let's appreciate them. Can you please take your Bible, take your bag, and come to me in front here? I want to specially welcome you, please. Yes. Come on, keep clapping your hands. Church, let's do it better. Let's, let's show them some love. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, no, face me.